All healthcare professionals participating in this podcast are paid consultants of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated. episode of Fine-Tuned. My name is Rana Jaraha, and today we have two guests with us, Dr. Vance Thompson of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Dr. Andrew Schwartz of New York City. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Rana. Honored to participate in such a relevant discussion. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Today, we're going to talk about how you educate your patients and how that enhances their overall experience and increases their satisfaction with their treatment. Let's start with you, Dr. Thompson. How's your practice approaching patient education? We try to go into every patient consultation with an energy believing that the ability to improve quality of vision and reading range with one surgery is a powerful value proposition. Even though we've been offering this option for a while to our patients, I still feel like we're undershooting it. People will spend $50,000 on a car that they'll have for five years or less often And here we're talking about their lifetime vision. The idea that guides all of my patient education effort is, what would this patient choose if they knew what I knew? With both our referral patients and returning refractive patients, we want them to spend time educating themselves before they come to our office so they get the most out of their consultation. We, we deliver a ton of information to patients. The more they prepare, the better the chance they will choose the best option for their personal lifetime vision. When they call and make an appointment, we send out videos for them to watch along with our brochure. And these videos start with anatomical discussions. We want people to understand how their eye works and what their natural lens used to do and what they lost. What we want them to really understand that they lost lens function in two ways, clarity and reading range. And they have a choice with their new lens implant to address one or both of these issues. Plus, we're diagnosing lens changes in cataracts as a source of visual frustration at younger and younger ages with modern day diagnostics. And thus we're taking lenses out in younger and younger patients. So we want them to understand accommodative loss and that if they chose a traditional implant, well, they may achieve 20-20 vision, but they'll have the near vision of a 75-year-old. A 55-year-old cataract patient needs to understand this accommodative loss if they choose a monofocal implant for as close to Plano in each eye as possible. I love that idea. What would the patient choose if they knew what I knew? Similar to Dr. Thompson, we try to educate the patient as thoroughly as possible before they come into our office. We want our patients to come into our office ready to have a meaningful discussion on the best option for them. We use a visual video platform that transforms complex clinical information into meaningful and memorable animated videos. When a patient calls in for an appointment, whether they are a returning patient or a new referral, we send them links to the educational videos. 
For less tech-savvy patients, we have printed materials for them when they come to the office and send a Johnson & Johnson vision brochure on premium lenses. Then we have an internally generated brochure that's a more general overview. Since we've given patients a framework to come in and talk to us about their cataract surgery, a very high percentage elect to also make some correction to vision in addition to simple cataract removal, whether that be astigmatism management or multifocal vision. Dr. Thompson, do you use a similar educational video platform as Dr. Schwartz? We used to use standard educational videos, but we have just spent significant time creating customized videos with us in them. So it's really the first step to them getting to know our doctors and our institution. Following the initial phone call, patients get videos with background information that can be sent to their email or texted. Then right before they come in for their visit, they get a video showing what to expect during their examination. After they come in for the consultation, they'll receive a thank you video with information on what to do next and if they have any questions. When they schedule surgery, they get a video specifically for that step, including a reminder video of the various things that need to that they need to be thinking about and doing. We we give them a paper checklist as well, but it's complemented by the videos we've produced. We try to time those videos with what they should be thinking about at that moment and choreograph this in a way that answers their questions and brings them inner peace every step of the way. Following surgery, there's a video for day one, week one, month one, and three months post-surgery. We use a system to send the videos via text and it allows us to track if patients have opened the videos and sends reminders if they have not. In, in addition, they can text back questions. It's a very interactive process. It is a lot of work to prepare these videos and to evolve them based on patient feedback, but it's well worth the effort. Patients love them. These are very sophisticated patient educational tools. Do you find that they provide a return on investment outside of increased patients choosing premium services? Absolutely, in so many ways. First, when a patient gets these beautiful animations of a very professional looking brochure with our logo on it, I think that gives them an impression of the practice in me. When I am with them, I can concentrate on how they want to function following cataract surgery rather than the basics of what a cataract is. There is a distinct correlation between how well educated a patient is about cataract surgery and the amount of time I need to spend with them. I find my chair time has gone down significantly. In addition, being able to really educate a patient and have them feel like they understand their options makes them feel like they made an informed choice and a good choice. Even in the rare situation where there is a mismatch between patient's expectations, it's rare that the patient will blame us. I don't ever have the patient who says, you didn't tell me there would be glare at night or I might need reading glasses in low light situations. Those conversations have all but disappeared. We all think we understand what the patient wants based on our experience, but ultimately it's a team effort between us and the patient to come up with the best option. That's really true. The more educated a patient is about his or her surgical choices and the expected results, the happier they are postoperatively. I've learned that loyalty to and, and trust in a surgeon is highly correlated to the patient understanding all of their modern day implant options. And the education we provide makes a big difference. I think the most important steps in that process 
happen in the practice right in front of us. Then we can read their body language and really try to explain areas that need further clarification. In addition to the patient coming to their exam having reviewed the details of their procedure and their options, we have an optometrist who continues that education throughout their workup. This sets up the ophthalmologist to come in, provide a professional recommendation, round out their education, and make the final decision together with the patient. Patients value when a doctor gives them a recommendation of what they would do if they were them. The only way for a doctor to be able to do that is to get to know the patient and their hopes and desires. The patient needs multiple educational touch points. If you try to educate people just once, they will remember much less than what you think. And of what they remember, much of it will be remembered inaccurately. You have to realize this in, in your patient education process and set it up in a way that uses multiple educational sources. The only way to get them to a true understanding is through repetition. That's why we have the phone team education, website, texted videos, written materials, and ultimately our personal education done consistently by the optometrist and ophthalmologist. It's much like going to the local college to get a credit hour in how the eye works in a deep understanding of their modern day surgical options. That's how they make the best decision and we set them up for surgical success and joy. The consistent messaging is something I talk about a lot. I think everyone from the front desk to the scribe to the technician in the office needs to be educated. Maybe not all to the same level, but there needs to be a consistent basic answer from the top to the bottom of the practice. I think that is something that gives people a lot of confidence moving forward in a practice. It's taken a long time to develop that level of knowledge, especially because there can be a fair amount of turnover in some positions, but we have developed an educational curriculum for all staff members. It teaches them the way our practice wants them taught with the ideas we subscribe to. We teach the concepts with our own words, and that has allowed us to get new staff members up and running very quickly and have everybody on the same page. Wonderful. You, you both have clearly put a lot of time and effort into the systems you have developed. What advice do you have for a practice that is looking to enhance their patient experience and education? I think a lot of practices focus on the technologies involved and get bogged down in that, and, and it overwhelms patients. If you're asking patients if they want a femtosecond cataract surgery or a manual approach, or do they want a multifocal or an extended depth of focus implant, and on and on, the patients are getting confused and the doctor is getting frustrated by their confusion. It's really about what kind of vision the patient wants to enjoy for the rest of their life. Do they mind needing glasses a lot? Or do they want the freedom to perform most activities without worrying about glasses? I do not spend a lot of time talking to patients about technology. I talk to them much more about what sort of vision they want, and then I match the technology to their visual goals based on my experience and knowledge of the technology. Again, I, I think patients hope their doctor spends enough time to get to know them and their visual goals and then uses their experience to make a recommendation on what they would do if they were them. 
At a grassroots level, I would develop an educational program for staff at all levels. It's important that consistent messaging comes from every member of the team. Secondly, develop some sort of e-platform that can be sent to patients ahead of time or sent home with them. A patient education system is an investment financially, but I think it's a worthwhile investment, so you have the materials that patients need. As far as what you give them in person, they should get a well-organized description of what procedures are available, what the price difference is, and very concise forms that explains what's included. Putting this information in a neat package with the office theme gives the patient's confidence and shows them that you are well-versed in the processes. It also gives them reference materials after they have been, bar- been bombarded with information. If you had to choose two items to use for patient education, what would you choose? What matters the most? Nothing replaces the surgeon talking with the patient, but I would say the optometrist who works with me is probably the most important step that complements my talk with the patient. That discussion with the optometrists and surgeons is just such a beautiful way to help them achieve the what technology would this patient choose if they knew what I knew point. There is no computer experience or technology that can replace that, but there's a lot that can be synergistic and add to that conversation, especially before it happens. Educational videos have really helped our patients understand better and retain that information. Dr. Schwartz and Dr. Thompson, thank you for taking the time to share this valuable information with us today. And thank you to our audience for listening to another episode of Fine Tuned. 